All right, recording is going for our fourth webinar in the Healing Arts and Red Door Healing series. Laura. Good morning. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Good morning, Helmet. Good morning, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, today, we are talking about life energy. Um, today, we're with Kate. I might not get all time tied today. Kay Cordell Whitaker, my teacher, a grandmother of the ancient energy traditions of Katasi, a Kalakanasia, a seer, a healer, and a weaver of the webs of balance. She's also a teacher of the Egyptian mystic teachings and the author of The Reluctant Shaman, one of the ways that I found her by reading that book, and uh, The Sacred Link. Um, but more importantly today, um, while we're here, is Kay is the developer of the Red Door, the um, Katasi Red Door and the healing work. Also today, joining us is Helmut Warner Whitaker, who happens to be one of Kay's um, longest consistent students, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and also Kay's husband and one of my other teachers. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, today's subject is the importance of life energy in these healing practices, um, both the healing practice of the Katasi Red Door and the healing practices of the ancient energy work. Before we get started with that, though, I want to go over um, really quickly the disclaimers, um, or maybe not so quickly, but I'm going to do the disclaimers anyways. <laughs> Uh, the healing work and the teachings that we offer and that you are receiving stem from the ancient spiritual healing traditions or healing traditions and are not intended as medical or psychological service in the allopathic sense of the term. We do not make any medical claims. The ideas, information, procedures, and suggestions we provide are based on the ancient spiritual traditions, traditional healing traditions, and are not intended as substitute for consulting with a medical professional. Kay Helmet and anyone else working with us shall not be liable or responsible for any loss, damage, allegedly arising from anything we provide. Our healing work and the teachings are rendered within the contents, uh, context of the ancient traditions they are based on. Everyone receiving healing works or teachings from us is wholly and entirely responsible for their own health and health care. So with that said, are we all ready? I'll turn it over to you, Kay. All right. Thank you. Hello, everybody. It is really nice to be here and be doing these webinars. It's very fun and very exciting. Today, as Laura said, is, is about life energy. And why, what is it? And why is it so important? So first, I think we need to get an idea of what it is. There's an awful lot of ideas out there floating around in the world and on the internet about what life energy is and what it is supposed to do. But um, I'm going to talk about 
just what my teachers uh, have have told me. And from the ancient Egyptian traditions, this is pre-dynastic Egypt. Um, and from the uh, Eastern Peruvian Andes, the Katasi tradition. Life energy is the energy of, of the universe. It's the energy that makes everything. It's the energy of the void. The, uh, the energy of creator, however you want to look at that or name that. Life energy is what brings everything into creation and um, lets everything fall back out of creation into the potential, back into the void. It's said in the ancient traditions that life energy contains all other kinds of energies. Everything, everything that you could think of, it, it contains it. it. It holds it in energetic form and in potential, potential form. So that would be, if we try to put words to it, pre energies, pre-form, pre-matter. It holds everything. So that's all the subtle energies. That's all the uh, light, sunlight, the electromagnetic spectrum. It contains electrical current, electrical fields, magnetic fields. It is what sustains everything, 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 keeps it into being. And in, in the ancient worlds, in, with the Katasi tradition, their idea about life in the universe, matter, energy, is that everything is alive. Everything. Everything is alive. And all the way down to every atom, every subatomic particle, every energy, every kind of energy, even the life energy itself is considered alive, conscious, thinking. It holds all knowledge. It holds all blueprints. It holds all potential. Holds the potential for all elements and all matter. So, with that thought in mind, life energy is constantly on the move. It's never still, it's never stagnant. It's always moving. And it's moving 
into and through and out of and in between everything. It's always moving and it's carrying information. It's carrying um, the news and the gossip from the universe, from one place to another, one thing to another, all the way across the universe. Life energy and everything that it holds and contains works both inside and with 3D time space within those rules, and it works outside of 3D time space. And not having to be constrained by uh, any kind of um, space or time limitations. So it moves instantaneously, even from one end of the universe to the other. It's moving instantaneously carrying all of its information and its energies and its potentials, its knowledge, consciousness. It's moving instantaneously. So through, through us, through humans, it's moving into us from the universe. It goes inside everything, goes through every part of our body. And it, it is the major foundational thing that keeps everything alive it keeps us alive without life energy you're gone you're nothing and your matter becomes nothing so everything needs life energy for us for humans the more life energy we have the better we are And right now, in in these current days on Earth, in in our culture, we've we've developed uh, an environment, conditions in this life that diminish our life energy tremendously. They threaten our health. They threaten the physical health the mental health, energetic health, spiritual health, every aspect of our being is being whittled away at, threatened and diminished by our modern culture and how the modern culture operates and the side effects of of all of that. The technology the way, the kind of lifestyle we've ended up with, it's very, very detrimental to all life on the planet. It's, it's counter, um, excuse me, I have, I have a small electrical problem right now. My computer needs a little bit of life energy. <laughs> Sorry about that. Good timing. <laughs> it was about to poop out on us. <laughs> so here we are with our modern culture 
and all of its wayward ways and the the technologies the lifestyle is is sucking the life out of every single thing on the planet we're we're losing the life energy in the ground the soil we're losing life energy in our oceans in our water yeah in the clear water drinking water on the land and as it tries to go through its cycles uh, uh, going up into the sky becoming clouds raining down uh, it isn't what it used to be and the weather is not real weather it's not the the selected weather of the nature spirits of the uh, spirits that run are supposed to be running our total atmosphere we've messed up with with so many different things and so many different ways with our technologies that we don't even have natural real weather anymore probably anywhere on the planet the life energy is being sucked out of the air and the water and the soil the plants the plants are, have reached a, a state where they're even having difficulty in being able to create seeds that are viable that will grow new plants. That's a really, really scary thought. But that is one of the things that is happening. That's one of the side effects. When you get to the animals, the um, the animal nations are losing life energy. They're dying off. We have extinctions, huge, huge numbers of extinctions on our planet at this time. I'm sure most of you have heard something about how many um, species of all kinds and sizes that we've been losing and the numbers of the ones still here are just dropping and dropping and dropping. And humans are the only ones that are still populating at a really rapid rate. But that is diminishing in its own way too, because uh, the fertility rates in humans is going down. It's harder for humans to get pregnant, especially in the modern culture with all of our exposures, the life energy is seeping out of us. In the ancient healing traditions and uh, in the radionics, life energy is, is the central thing. It's the key that makes everything happen. It's the central tool that we use to initiate change within the system we're trying to help whether it's plants in the garden or um, your animals uh, that you keep humans our family the life energy is is like the the central point the, my teachers, the Hedekas, uh, teach the Katasi tradition. They 
they talked about everything in, in symbols a lot. And they talked about things being a circle. And life is a circle. Every circle has a center point. And the center of that circle is the life energy. Without that, there is, there is no circle. Everything, everything stops. So when we're working with the red door um, and the energies that the red door creates, these are all forms of life energy. The, the fields of energies that the geometry creates to make the scalar wave. Uh, all of that is part of life energy. The scalar wave that is created is part of life energy. It's what natural geometry does. When you get it in that particular shape, size, it creates that scalar wave. That's part of life energy. And it's collecting life energy from, from the surrounding uh, environment from really, really far away. And it is sending that life energy to the designated target, whether it's the soil or uh, your, the creek that goes um, through your backyard, a little pond, your garden, your um, flock of, of chickens that you have. <laughs> Or uh, your pet, you know, the cat, the dog, some other little pets people have, your family, your friends, yourself. The, the bowl, the red door bowl, is pulling these energies together and cleaning them up and they're psychically sterilizing them, changing them into very pure, healthy frequencies of life energy, the kinds of frequencies that life on this planet need to have to live. And that gets sent to the target, the subject. Say the subject is you and you're not feeling so good. You want to, um, find out what that is, change it, get a little more energy. This red door bowl does that. It, it collects energy from the environment, from the universe, cleans it up, sends it into your body. And when we're using the bowl as a practitioner, we've learned how to manipulate this. This kind of a tool is, is really fabulous because you can um, instruct that life energy to have certain kinds of frequencies, um, energy patterns, uh, full of all kinds of different information, blueprint information, all kinds of stuff. And we can get very, very specific with it and send that to the subject and if you're the one working on yourself you're the subject you're the target 
And that becomes really important because uh, we all want to feel better. We all want to get healthier. We want to have a good life, healthy, living. Most people want to live a long life. But what's a long life if you're going to be bedridden and in extreme pain and probably incontinent, can't get out of bed? Is that how you want to spend the last decade or two or three of of your life? I don't think so. Nobody wants to have that happen to them. But when we look at the statistics around us, the health of the people around us, we see it. We see it everywhere we go. We all have family members and friends and neighbors who are just horrifically sick unusually sick. Our ancestors never had any of these diseases. And that's something that you can research on your own and you can you can find that out. These are modern diseases that most people are experiencing these days. Modern diseases. That means the body's falling apart. Our bodies are just disintegrating. They're falling apart. They're losing life energy at a real rapid scale. And our ability to get it back into our body and be able to utilize it so our body can heal itself. Life energy can can heal us, give us that energy and the information that we need so we can fix ourselves. That's what we're designed to do. The radionics, the red door bowl, this form of radionics, this makes it possible. It makes it very easy, very um, easy, convenient, and fast. We not only have ways of uh, fixing things like a Band-Aid, that's modern medicine. They just anything's a band-aid, so it doesn't really heal, heal. It just sort of covers something up for the moment. We can do that. But what we really want to do, what life energy really wants to do when it gets into a, a living system, is heal it for real. Not just make the pain go away for a few hours, but to heal it for real and for good, for the rest of your life. It's, it's now fixed. We do that with the ancient healings. That's what the ancient healings are all about. We can fix little things temporarily for a moment while we dig in deeper and give your body what it needs in energy and information and that support, that constant flow of that life energy going into your body so that your body can heal itself, get really healed and stay that way so that you actually get healthier and healthier and feeling so much better and so much more able to do things. That's, that's a very, very urgent need that our culture has these days. Even in the 30 so years that I've been 
studying and working with the radionics and developing the red door. Um, I've also been working with uh, ancient energy healing, studying that, working with that, teaching that. The population of people that are, are the health of people has changed so much. It's declined so significantly. And it used to be people who could take a, a little rest maybe, get better food. Uh, their body was able to work on healing itself. They could pick themselves back up and, and get healed. The body heals itself when it has the right conditions, the right materials. People used to be able to do that. We used to be able to work with these, these energy technologies uh, and people would snap out of whatever was wrong really fast, easy and fast. And then now it takes longer. It can still, body can still heal itself. We still have all of the, the right kinds of energies and tools and information to give to uh, the subjects our living living systems but it takes longer because there's so many things out there that are detrimental that are hurting us on energetic levels levels of light just plain light and the quality of light and the damaging effects of artificial light and, and artificial um, electricity because it's put together so wrong it's it, it's like they couldn't have picked worse ways to make this technology and put it into our in, environment and our life because everything about it is anti-life, anti-health, and it diminishes our life energy. It takes away our ability to be able to be connected physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually on this really fine energetic spiritual connections these things this, these technologies their side effects it takes away our ability to be able to perceive those connections to really feel them to be consciously aware of them and consciously interactive Right now on our planet, we're going through energy fields. Our whole solar system is going through new, different energy fields in our galaxy that are supposed to be helping us uh, enrich ourselves to become more conscious and more awake and enrich our, our intellect, our emotional capacity, mental, spiritual capacities to increase our spirit abilities to essentially raise our consciousness. And all of these current lifestyle waves, the, the foods, the fake foods out there, the 
It's the way people are, are taught to run their lives. Simple daily things, daily activities and routines. All of the modern technology, that's heading us in the wrong direction. Technology by itself, having technical things, is not inherently a bad thing. The Egyptians said that. The Hedekes said that. It's not inherently a bad thing. You're touching your microphone and you bring in a lot of noise. I am sorry. I had a scratch. (laughs) Thank you. So they're saying that technology is not inherently bad. It's just what we've done with it, the way we have engineered it, the way we have um, slowly changed how we live our lives from something as simple as waking up with the sun and greeting the sun to waking up at all different kinds of hours, staying up at different way, way into the night to the next morning, sleeping in the whole half the next day, finding ways to numb ourselves, uh, all kinds of intoxicants, living very addictive types of lifestyles where we become addicted to so many, many different things. All of that stuff keeps us what the headache is called being asleep. It keeps our consciousness squished. It keeps our life energy squished, squished down, cramped down. And we can't thrive uh, that way. We can't grow that way. We can't uh, utilize these new energies, these cosmic level energies that we're supposed to be sucking into ourselves and, um, and really going for it and exploring and growing and changing and creating a, a whole new world, the next world. You hear primitive groups, ancient groups, the Hopis, so many different Indians, other tribes all over the the planet, and uh, people like the ancient Egyptians, they talked about it, they had predictions about this time period. This is the era where the old world is ending. What we've been knowing for thousands of years is coming to an end. And we have the opportunity to change that. We can make anything we want. We can make a world that has anything we want in it, and we can be any way that we want. We can grow uh, utilizing our spirit abilities uh, and our heart energy, intellect energy, to create worlds that are like a dream, something that we would fantasize might be on some other planet in some ancient culture 
that is you know, very, very far advanced from us. That could be us. And it could be us like starting right now. We're, we're in a, a pretty difficult spot. We put ourselves in a hard place. It's hard to get out of the way that we've become. We've, we're addicted to it. And there's a lot of uh, political, economic powers that want everything to keep continuing the way they are because it's good for those few people. But it's at the expense of everybody else. And it's not just the people, but all life, all life on the planet and the planet's ability to sustain life. So the heart of the fix, how to fix it, it all boils down to life energy. We need it, and we need a lot more of it, and we need to figure out how to get it and keep it and keep it growing. The nice thing about the um, the red door, it's technology and how it affects people. It it allows you to utilize your natural tendency to want to be waking up, want, wanting to have things that are better, to grow, to improve, to have a, an awful lot more life energy. In other words, having that uh, kundalini energy, the energy channel waking up and, and opening up. That is, that's a human uh, gift. That's part of, of what being human is about. Before, uh, for so many centuries before, we've, humans have had their life energy squelched down to almost nothing. And that's a factor of our culture, a factor of, of a learned behaviors. It's an educational thing. That's what we learned how to do, how to be. But it is the natural state of, of humans to have these energy channels open, to be full of life energy and awake. And when that life energy is moving through your whole body, it's moving through all the different chakras, all the different body levels, and even your linear mind. It raises uh, our intellect, our, our, our mental capacity. It raises the nonlinear mental capacity, which is far more important and much bigger than the linear. And that's where the real stuff the, that's the real fun starts when your nonlinear mental ability is ignited, utilized, enriched, allowed to grow. That's the point that we're at right now. That's where humanity is. And with all these new energies coming from the galaxy and the cosmos, we should be becoming more and more awake and more and more enlightened 
and fuller and fuller of life energy. And the natural tendency of humans' life energy channels and system to be cleaning up and waking up. That's, that's where we should be. But we're, we're being held back. And we're so trained at being held back that we, we hold ourselves back. We hinder ourselves. So we have to learn what that really means and how not to do that so that we, we can heal and grow. Life energy, it's, in a metaphorical sense, it's the center of the universe. It is the lifeblood of the tree of life. Those are um, symbols, those are metaphorical terms. Almost all ancient cultures, primitive cultures, have some form of uh, symbology about the tree of life. And this, this is the symbol that uh, the tree of life is always at the center of the world. It's at the center of the universe. It's at, it's at the, uh, the womb of the universe. And the lifeblood, the sap that fills the tree, that's life energy. So with that image in mind, that's what we're supposed to be in ourselves, with our own tree of life, the central channel, and the life energy, the sap flowing, full of all kinds of nourishment of all levels to feed yourself and heal yourself and allow yourself to grow but also for everybody else around you because the tree always has limbs and leaves that go out and fruit. And that is, that's the feeding. That's the giving of this life energy and all that it holds to every, every single thing in the universe. And when you bring it down to planet size, like our planet, For every living thing, even the things we think of as not being living, like a rock or the dirt, they need life energy too. And they're part of our system. They're part of the life of this planet. Life energy flows into and through all things. And it feeds one thing to the next. Life energy is shared. We're giving it out. We're taking it in. Everything gives it out, takes it in, shares. That's what we need to start thinking about in a lot more serious ways and implementing So that's life energy. I think this is my favorite talk. (laughs) 
loved them all. Okay, but for the fourth in this series, it's just like if red door energy work or not, if everybody could listen to what and hear what you just said. I mean, and, and learn. I, I, I just love every aspect of it, and having gone through the process of with you of you know of what you teach and how you teach it and the ceremonies to open up the life energy you know so many people want what i got i'm told that a lot and i think what i got is larger channels <laughs> and yes. that's this practice it is it's why babies glow you know there's that softness you know because they haven't shut it off yet and children glow you know it, it's there's or why pregnant women even glow because they're carrying something that actually is still connected to a lot of life energy it's i don't know okay i just love this lecture thank you mm. this was I in helmet might shoot me but i think we need to talk about <laughs> i think we need a fifth one that um <laughs> <laughs> talks to people about um, the call to your song. One of the courses that they can take that actually will direct them, the self-guided course that can direct them towards opening, towards the ceremony that opens up their own life energy, that opens up those channels. I don't shoot me helmet, but I, I think we, <laughs> so we're wrapping, trying to wrap this up. <laughs> I would, I would never. <laughs> There's a reason for Laura. <laughs> I was I was gonna say that I want to add like what you said. That's that's it. What you said about this talk that, okay, you were just absolutely amazing. And and this is the series on the red door. So I don't know about adding it, but we can do another one. We're gonna do more webinars anyways. Right. So, but. One of them can be about the call of your song and how to to get this initiation because what Kate just described. Thank you, Kate. This was wow. The thing um, about the life energy initiation, it's it opens up that entire energy channel that is commonly talked about these days as kundalini, we've borrowed the Hindu Sanskrit uh, name, uh, but it's, it's so much easier and smoother and safer and faster than um, the practice of something like kundalini yoga or some of the other Eastern practices that uh, if you do it correctly, it will open up your kundalini. But it takes a long time, and it's it's precarious. Um, the katasi way is you're you're utilizing the intelligence and the love and that focused uh, attention power of an entity that's much bigger than us and been around pretty long and really really smart. That's the Mother Earth. You're, you're utilizing her and, and her life energy to help open your own system very smoothly, easily, safely, 
and it stays open. It isn't one of these precarious things where you'll have a burst of life energy and then your system slams shut again, trapping uh, big wads of, of energy in there that your body doesn't know what to do with. And uh, it's, it can create a lot of physical and psychological problems when it gets trapped like that. But this system is entirely safe. There's no way that any of that could possibly happen because the Mother Earth, her intelligence, her focus is guiding that life energy all the way through your energy system and and opening it up in a way that is very healing, very safe, and permanent. And once it is open, the more you use that life energy, consciously, purposefully use it, the channels uh, get bigger. They slowly increase in their size, which means the volume of life energy that they can hold, which is flowing like a river, uh, is it just keeps increasing. So you don't get too much in the beginning, and you learn about it, it teaches you, it fixes you and heals you, and just keeps teaching you. And especially if you utilize that factor of the life energy, because life energy is conscious. It's intelligent, it's conscious, and if you converse with it, if you talk uh, with it and ask for different things to be fixed in your body, it will spend more time there and help you to work with fixing it. If you need to make changes in your life, in your lifestyle to make that fix happen or um, be able to uh, stay permanently, then the life energy will tell you. It becomes an incredible spirit helper. And it's always there. It's always with you. Because it's moving through you constantly. It increases your connectedness and your conscious awareness of your connectedness to yourself and to everything else in the universe. There's so many so many things and so many qualities that I could just be here for a few days just talking and talking and talking. Yeah, the pure magnetism. I, I love it because I talk about a lot in my manifesting classes, the pure, the drawing of things that you want towards your life. You know, it, it's when I have my um, healing clients, the, the healing clients who have done the Dance of the Earth, Fire, Serpent ceremony, they're healing my ability to use the red door or my ability or the ancient energy work. They're just, they're, their channels are more open, the access to life energy. I mean, just everything I do works faster and smoother once they've had that, those openings. Their receptability. Yeah. Is, they're very, very receptive and accepting. There's a whole body on all levels is willing and eager to accept the, the new information and the energy and the, the, all the help that those traditions bring. And it it is definitely true. It, mm. it makes things easier, faster, smoother. 
It's so cool. This is great. Are we ready for questions? Yeah. Yeah. So if you have any questions, uh, just there's a Q&A button, menu button. Uh, put them in there. Um, since this is um, the last in the series, the last webinar in the series, we're also going to talk about the class coming up. And um, I'm going to share that um, the page where you can register. But if you have any questions, now is the time to, to ask them. Any other thoughts in the meantime, Kate, Laura? Uh, one of the things that really, I don't know why it touched me so much more this time than before, but the life, life energy is the life plus of the tree of life. That's like, it's the lifeblood of everything. Everything. And the way you described how it is part of the healing with the red door and the ancient healing arts, it was just beautiful. Yeah, I want to. I I really want to share this one out. <laughs> this is. I, I there was a couple of times I got a little emotional <laughs> listening to it because it is. I mean, and it, it it I. There are moments I I I see how it's triggered within me. You know, it's just like from. I mean, you talking about it. You, you know, you can just sitting here and maybe that was some of it. I could feel it whirl and twirl and rise and it and move. And it's, um, it's just so beautiful. I mean, it's just that alone in the understanding. Um, when you talk about, you know, it's that weaving of unconditional love in it, you know, it, it, it's, it's, just the, I mean, it's such a simple thing that's so, I mean, it's just simple because it's so there with us all the time, but it's so powerful. I mean, the potential. I just, it, I, it's one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> I just, I'm one of those dreamers that dream of the world that everybody realizes that, it, you know, they have it, have this available to them. It's our human right. It is. It's human gift. Everybody's born with it. It's part of who and what we are. They just imagine if the, you know, big businesses understand what would happen once they, there's a lot of businesses <laughs> we wouldn't need if everybody understood what's available to them and it's free. <laughs> Uh, that would be a really, really nice thing to happen in our culture. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have so much uh, stuff that we don't need. Businesses we don't need. Products that we don't need. <laughs> fake food that we don't need. Yeah. Our world needs to change. We have to, we're the ones that have to change it. You, if you're going to wait for 
the powers at the top of, of the culture to try to change any of these things. That's, uh, that's a zippo. That's never going to happen. They want it to be exactly the way it is and maybe even worse because it benefits them. It doesn't benefit anybody or anything else. So if we want to create this, this world, this, the, as the Hopis would say, the next world, we have to do it ourselves. We the people, we the individuals. It has to start with, with each individual person. And as you get this life energy opening, this initiation, it, it begins to open your eyes, so to speak. <laughs> it opens your mind. It, it, the connectedness and the ability to perceive information that's out there in the world and the... Uh, the way things really are in the world. It becomes more and more apparent to you. It's not a super flood all at once. But, no. you know, it's just kind of like uh, the channels are open, but they're, they're small at first. And as you use them, they get bigger and bigger. And we get more used to more life energy. We like that. It's really good and juicy. Uh, and so we use it more and the, the channels increase. We get more life energy. As that's happening, our perception begins to change. Our understanding of what it is we're perceiving. The um, perspective of how we are observing ourselves, our lives, our, the whole world, the interactions of things, the kind of culture we have. Our perception changes and we see things for what they really are. And we need to do that. We need to do that very desperately. More and more and more individuals so that we can make better decisions, better actions, teach our children better, interact with others, teach others around us better. The other thing that, that happens on a spiritual level is the more we have, uh, have opened up our life energy channel, and the more we use it, the bigger our own consciousness gets. It's raising up. That is something that we add to the total human consciousness. This whole ability, this whole state of being, this level of perception, conscious awareness, understanding of what it is we're observing, how things fit together, in, in our, uh, our whole world, our whole culture, all these different levels, it keeps growing for us as an individual, but all of that is, is a, a natural gift that 
becomes part of the human consciousness, total human consciousness. That means it's accessible to everybody. And if they're still very closed down and asleep, uh, it's on a subconscious level. But little bit by little bit, it is educating them and changing them and waking them up and healing them. Every person. So the more people that go through this awakening process, um, that means it will help others awake faster and easier. It escalates. That's a factor of life energy. It escalates. That means we'll be able to heal and change and fix our world, create things that we would never have dreamt of five, ten years ago. Ways, all kinds of ways of, of living, lifestyle, that just bring health and wellness and well-being to all, all levels of ourself and to everything around us. We've been participating in this very destructive culture for a hundred years. And in that way, we, we are part of what has been destroying our, our whole planet and our species and, and making extinct so many of the species on our planet. We need to step out of that. We need to purposefully choose to change it. And stepping towards being awake, getting more life energy in you, this is the fastest, easiest, smoothest way to do it. The ancients have been talking about it. Primitive peoples have been talking about it. They have their own way of saying it, you know, kind of word choices. But waking up, more life energy, raising your consciousness. The red door helps you do that. Whether you're using it to heal yourself and, and others, or someone is working on you with a red door and healing you, it is giving you a lot more life energy. And it is our natural state of being for the central energy channel to be open and be awake. It wants to be there, wants to be like that, wants to be healed. And so it's, it tries to do things that head in that direction. So when we're giving uh, our system or somebody else's life energy with the red door, it helps helps everybody inch towards that awakening of consciousness, raising the whole life energy, opening that channel. When we crimped our own energy channel down, we did that as a small child because the culture taught us to do that, that that's what we're supposed to do. We're literally making it a titan, like a, um, a super tight muscle with that grows a fibrous um, tissue that 
that holds it in place like you know like steel squeezing 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 as tight as it can to hold the channel shut so very very little life energy goes through we have just enough the body refuses to go all the way and squish it completely because we drop dead but we have just enough coming through us to keep us alive and it's it's not the best of life because our system is weak and our body is frail and we we succumb so easily to all kinds of disorders and diseases and our modern culture is full of things that give us lots of disorder and diseases and we succumb very easily because the life energy is so weak and the channel is so pinched shut it's an ugly picture. But that's what we've learned how to do. And we've been doing this crimping the life energy thing for possibly 10,000 years. So there's nobody to blame. It's, it's a cultural thing. It was a learned behavior. Our whole culture, the way we, we live, it's all learned behavior. And we could change all of it really, really fast. We just have to choose. Thank you, Kay. That was excellent. You're very welcome. Beautiful. We have a, a question. Somebody's. Yeah, this is kind of a perfect question, Boo close out with unless somebody else has has other questions um belinda is asking my question is where do we go from here so (laughs) excellent question (laughs) yes uh we have a course coming up uh called the uh quick start um red door katasa red door quick start course it's a a nine-part course and it starts on the first session is on March 3. And I'm going to share a link with you in the chat where you can go to the registration page and sign up for that. So that is probably the best place to start for most people. There's also a bigger course that is available. Um, you can read about that as well on that page. That's the Secret Codes of Healing course. And um, what was I going to say? If you want to bring the the red door and its gifts and magic into your life, I think the quick start is the way to go to get started and to to learn more. The course, the sessions always are followed by pretty long Q&As to get really all the questions of the students answered. That's just how we roll, and especially Kay. (laughs) There's also a mentorship that comes with it. that is part of the course. So here's the link to that. And this is where you can go and and join that course um, for everybody. And we will also share that um, in the next email to the Red Door group that has followed this this webinar series. Um, Any thoughts, Laura? Okay. I'm personally, I'm really excited about the quick start. I did, um, when I started, I went, 
um, for what's more the advanced, which is also available. So for those who, you know, want to go big, <laughs> go big, it's possible, but it, cause you also get the quick start. If you go the secret codes of healing, the, the more advanced stuff, but how many, okay. How many classes are in the quick start? There's you nine sessions, nine sessions. I, I like, I like this. It's a new organization of how to get people up and, and running so people can get going really quickly. I love, I, I really, really dig the, <laughs> the new package of getting people started. So you can get started with this quick start. Um, it's recorded, right? It'll be recorded. So people can't make the sessions. They can participate later. Oh, yeah. But even I think a lot of people who've had the advanced are really excited about the quick start too. <laughs> Those good fundamentals. Yeah, it's the fundamentals. The bigger class that you're talking about, the secret codes of healing, it starts with all the beginning fundamental things too. And uh, just slowly goes through into uh, a lot more advanced uh, material and processes, which uh, could be you know pretty interesting and exciting it's yeah uh, yeah there's there's so much stuff so many different kinds of things that you can do with uh, the red door it's uh it's really just uh, your own imagination is all that all that limits <laughs> your own thought <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> specifically <laughs> No, but the quick start, I mean, for those who are interested in getting in and tasting it, you know, and, and bringing a bowl to their home, because, I mean, just the clearing energy work, I'm, you know, we, I said it at the beginning, every, every home would benefit by having a bowl in it. You know, some of my long-term clients, I think, are going to start, you know, with the quick start by, so they can get a bowl into their home. You know, and so the healing, you know, the benefit. I mean, I don't want to lose one of mine. <laughs> Every fall <laughs> added in here and into your home is fantastic. But just getting one, you know, the bowl by itself into watch your cats because they'll want to curl up to it. You know, and or it's in a, it. <laughs> or in it. Susan's cat always slept in it. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> But the quick start, I mean, once you get in it, you, you two have set it up so they could add on the advanced studies. If they, you know, quick starts where you want to stop and all you need and what you love, it's pretty potent and powerful. But for those who want more, you know, adding on the advanced later, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm just like, I went big first. <laughs> I just give it all. <laughs> Well, either, either way is fine. If you really yeah. know and feel this and know you want this in your life and you want to deep dive, certainly go for the secret codes of healing. But I think for a lot of people, it's uh, the quick start is probably the place to start. Belinda has a follow-up question, which is great. Which is, what is the difference between the course and the mentorship program? Mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. course is teaching you how to, how to use the red door and for what to use the red door. Um, so it, it teaches you how to work with it. And the mentorship is um, as you work with it and questions come up and you run into 
um, challenges that you don't know how to move forward with, that's what the mentorship is for. There's a call every month. There's actually two calls. And if you have anything that, that you want to ask, that's where you go. There's also Q&As after each session. So that's, that's also where you can bring um, uh, any questions that have come up for you. But the mentorship, we just offer that so people are not taking the course and then you're on your own. We want to make sure you succeed with it. You really learn it. You know how to use it. And you really, really see the results and are happy with it. It's such a nice tool, the mentorship. Uh, you hear other people's stories and their questions and their problems. And you hear the answers. Uh, and you get to share with each other your, all of your different um, things that you've done with, with your own Red Door, your successes. and. Um, maybe something that didn't quite go the way you you would see it in your head. <laughs> so it's uh it's a, a great friendly tool. The sharing, the um, joining together with uh with the the tool, the red door, the the teaching, the how to how to do this kind of, of work, this technology. This is the technology of the future, really. This is just the beginning steps of the real healing technology of the future. This is um, a really important aspect that you just mentioned that I forgot. Uh, in the mentorship, you meet other practitioners. You meet all the crazy people that are really... <laughs> really into this and working with it <laughs> and, and are learning all this stuff and are using it and you see you hear about their use cases and, and their successes and where they had where they had struggles and how the struggles and how they move moved forward and all of that it's hugely hugely helpful so much information practical really really useful practical uh, real life stuff, real life information and situations, and uh, you, you just learn so much from these kind of, of sessions and this way of of teaching, and it's uh, it works. And it's amazingly beautiful people. Yeah, the community, the community of it. But we get, I mean, there's. There's ways I hadn't thought of using it. I mean, one of our other practitioners uses it for manifesting, you know, using that life energy to draw stuff towards her, you know, help her sell her house. She's simple <laughs> for that. I, you know, it's just like, I never, I never thought about using those things of, you know, mostly, uh, you know, I use it, you know, in, in ways to repel things like rodents and fleas. I mean, it's just you, it's the community and the conversation around and the questioning around that every time you come on to the mentorship, the Q and A's after the calls are fantastic too, but eventually the, the training is going to end and you're going to be sitting with this bowl. <laughs> and that's where the questions really began. I mean, I know we all reach out to each other a lot. You know, I got questions just this week if I, I knew how to use it for morning sickness. 
you know, it, I mean, just questions like that. And so it's part of a community, it, you know, and it's little tweaks if adding, you know, it's like I, I say a lot of times, it's like a soup bowl and, you know, what you put in <laughs> is that, you know, what ingredients, you know, and so you're often asking other people what ingredients they're using or how could they help you, you know, a dash of this, a pinch of that. <laughs> It's a fun group. I, I think it's probably one of, uh, it's part, it's a really valuable add-on right now to those who, who are learning. It definitely is. There's a question I think you can speak to more, Laura. Well, let's see. Belinda, I very much would like to learn how to help the animals, both domestic and wild. The domestic animals are suffering, so... Yeah, <laughs> you know, in the case of some animals too, you know, everything's permission based. So, you know, you have to make sure one, they'll let you work on it. I have a, a, a rather large cat <laughs> who's finally letting me work on him. He likes the size, he likes to throw his weight around. And so we, we finally got a point to work on him and it works great. I mean, it would be more specific if you're helping general domestic animals because they, the, the domestic ones pick up on our thought forms. They, you know, are learning our mass, the domestic ones. You don't see a whole lot of cancer in disorders in wild animals. You, you know, it's the domestic ones that are um, learning our bad habits. And so they, I mean, there's, I've, I've put in, there's a song program. <laughs> I've actually had to put it in for a cat or two. <laughs> you want to describe that just a little bit more, what that means? Song. Um, no, just, song yeah. Which one? About song? For, a, for a cat. <laughs> for a cat. So <laughs> song is finding our, you know, our true self, our, our um, totality, our song, you know, our ancientness, who we are. And often when we find our song, it's also, you know, when we learn more about our identity, it has, um, it affects our mental well-being, our emotional well-being, <laughs> and it also affects our physical well-being. And I had a cat that was in a funk, <laughs> a really bad funk. But, you know, and the funk was spreading to the other cats. And so in, in dousing and figuring out how, you know, was this cat sick? You know, is there a big old hairball? <laughs> you know, did it eat something? Um, you know, in, in dousing, what I got back is that it needed the song CD. You know, and the song program that Kay has come up with um, is a large package that actually is is part of um, the Quick Start, I believe. The song and song yes. and song and depression is part of the Quick Start program. The stuff you get, I added that to a specific cat's bowl, and um, it works faster even on domestic animals than it works on domestic people <laughs> <laughs> domestic people okay our, our domestic animals have been living in our environment with lots of non-native artificial electrical things and non-native light uh, 
not native to their species foods. <laughs> They're more uh, likely to come in contact with in our environment, environmental uh, man-made poisons. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's not a good thing. But, uh, but yeah, then they, they pick up on, on our, our nasty uh, beliefs and programming, or what the headaches call our masks. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more fun question from Tara. What have the cats manifested while sleeping <laughs> in the bowl? <laughs> one more time what has the cats manifested <laughs> let me read the uh, my cats oh my gosh my cats need their own social media site um what have the cats manifested by sleeping in the bowl I, you know what i should probably pay more attention to that because <laughs> my i at one point we had five cats we're, we're currently down to two um and they the two each after experiencing the health and well-being versus taking them to the vet we we bought each cat their own bowl (laughs) you know to it it really it's it was cheaper than vet bills you know i had one cat go have cancer and um inoperable you know and we we gave her more life a life for longer lifespan with the in a happier healthier it wasn't, you know, until it was, it wasn't time anymore um, with the bull, you know, and it just kind of solidified the need to, the the cat's main thing is fleas. <laughs> We're in the Northwest. And so <laughs> we have fleas during the summer, great on flea prevention, um, but all that stuff. I, I've got anti-rabies stuff in there for them. We do have bats and skunks and other um things that have rabies because my my cats are indoor after they need to feed on sunlight yeah i i agree with you laura that everybody should have a bowl in the house but i think in the same vein um everybody every pet should have it The more you experience it, you realize, you think, and especially that's why I love the mentorship class, is you see how other people are using it, and you know, and it, you just get tired of trading it out for the next person. But I don't want to, I don't want to overwhelm people that, you know, that's, <laughs> start using it. I mean, and that's where, until you start really, really using it, you know, and I, that's what I would suggest to anybody is, you know, a few of us who started kind of just sat on it for a while (laughs) when it was going through the courses and and as soon as we dug in and started using it um and it had success you know it's i haven't the only time i ever get sick is when a new virus comes around and we don't have a program for it or rate until that new rate is created i mean that's so i i got sick in 2017 i think it was (laughs) the last time I was sick or late early 18 I mean I can remember it because it's been that infrequent you know it's or I should say I get it's not oops I think we just
Okay. Class. Uh, it was. Oops. Have, have others to convert it. Yeah, we lost. We lost. You could do with with the the healing technologies, and the abilities. Uh, is you, you just can't think all that stuff up all by yourself, but sharing it with everybody, and then you think up more things. You know, that kind of spring from the first things. It's yeah. It gets very interesting and very exciting. The cool part, Kay, is you're not done exploring its limits. <laughs> there, That's there. there aren't any limits. And I, yeah. I just keep, um, as you can see, with I've, all the stuff that you can see here, this is. Uh, Kay, you, I can't hear you. Can you hear her, Laura? Okay. Can everybody out there hear me? Hey, Leanne, you're on. Can you hear us? <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Oh, good. Good. So, Thank yeah, I'm, I, I find all kinds of things that intrigue me. I have a lot of healing clients that uh, there's always a new um, disorder or disease, a modern disease, <laughs> or yeah. a new complication of some of these modern diseases and so I'm, I learn more and more about them and figure out ways to address them with, uh, with the red door. And it's, it's just, it's incredibly exciting yeah. to see the results that happen. Um, it's like magic. It's like having a magic tool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun. I, when I was a little kid, I really, really thought there was some kind of magic that existed. It wasn't all just fairy tales. I was quite oh, sure of it. And yeah. I was right. <laughs> I was right. I agree. I was going to grow up to be a superhero. <laughs> I played, I played magic ball. I cut off all my mom's flowers once that she just got and <laughs> put them in a bowl and added water. I mean, I don't, there, I love that my five-year-old was right. Like my my five-year-old self was the smartest person in the room. <laughs> I think that is often the case. I think it is yeah. too. Are there any more questions? I mean, I could keep Kay talking about this all day long. If you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we know it? <laughs> yeah, don't don't be shy. Don't be there shy. Is, there's no such thing as a stupid question. That's part of the ancient Egyptian teaching, and it's also the Hedekas Katasi way of thinking. There's no such thing as a stupid question. So fire away. Um the other the other thing is that we, we are going to do a lot more of these so going forward. So there's a lot more opportunity for asking questions. But if you want to really get specific and dive into it, the class, the Q&As of the classes and the mentorship, that's where you really want to be if you want to bring this into your life. 
Would you say that's true, Laura? Oh yeah. <laughs> I I still I think I I give myself a lot of credit of why the mentorship has existed because after my very first, you know, it was uh teleconferencing, you know, training, level one apprenticeship training with Kay, it had come to an end and I was having an emotional breakdown. <laughs> It was going to be a while to the next one until level two started. And, you know, all this stuff had opened, you know, we, we did all those ceremonies and everything was open up and spinning. And, you know, all of a sudden it was going to be months, you know, until I had a chance to connect with the, you know, community again of my, you know, classmates and you two. Um, and I think I whined loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> or you guys thought of it, <laughs> or you already knew intuitively this girl's going to go down if we don't do something. <laughs> but the, that's, you know, that was the beginning of the mentorships where we started talking once a month in between classes. And I, you know, and, and that was just on the song, song mentorships, keeping us in that. Now to add this whole healing aspect, um, you know, to another form of mentorship, I'm just, I'm really excited, very excited. And I promise to save room for other people to ask questions. <laughs> I'm going to share the link to the class registration page again. So that's in the comment, in the chat now. Uh, we have another question. Uh, Uh, there's a question about is the ceremony for opening up your energy uh, part of the quick start? It isn't intended to be part of the quick start, but we give you the audio for that so you can go through that ceremony. We can do that. And and I think it's a good idea for, for those people. So we, we will include it in that. Uh, I hope that helps. Um, the other question comes from Leanne. And she is asking uh, if you want to talk a little bit more about your bowling party. Um, oh, the bowling party. Yes. Thanks, Leanne, because Leanne's going to be there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Leanne um, and I believe Jennifer Strait, um, a couple of other Katasi practitioners will be with us. It's this coming Sunday, uh, February 24th at 11 a.m. Pacific time at my home and farm um, out here in Aurora, Oregon, which is in between Portland and Salem in the Willamette, said correctly, Valley, <laughs> not Willamette, but Willamette Valley, for those who want to come join. Uh, the registration is both on the katasireddoor.com page or my page, uh, lauraketty.com to register and those who register will be given directions out here but i will have the bowls out so we call it a bowling party because you can actually touch fill um and play a little bit with you know we'll have i have a bunch of pendulums people will be able to um um Let's see, registration said one o'clock mountain time. So one o'clock mountain time. So noon, Leanne, what you're asking is at noon, um, we're going to beam K in. 
so noon Pacific time, one o'clock Mountain time, for those who want to come online too and join, Kay's going to be beamed in at my place, but live online for those who want to um, ask questions, more questions. So what I can't answer, what the other two uh, practitioners can't answer, Kay will answer. <laughs> make the questions good see if you can stump up <laughs> but it'll be fun so you'll see we have actually a, a nice group already registered um, to come and participate so it's not too late I'll be able to send out directions up until Saturday the day before just to make sure we have enough of everything for people to play with but you can um, see that they're real <laughs> some people might, you know, some, I, I felt the bull right away. Some people see the waves. I'm not one of them, but, um, but there, a uh, question, Kay, how many, how many bowls can we have opened at one time? <laughs> <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Yes. You can only have them open for an extremely short period of time, but they can feel the field even when the bowl has something in it working. So, <laughs> The world healing card can be in there and they can feel stuff. And just for a very short period of time, they can uh, take that out and feel what it is like when it's uh, empty and open. And there could be a few uh, doing that open, empty at the same time, but not for very long. Yeah. yeah. I'm sensitive, so I'll know. <laughs> You'll know. You'll you know, know. <laughs> when it's been too long. I'll, I'll, I'll know, uh, it, but there is also this, um, because of the life energy, you know, it's, it just feels good being around all of, all of the bulls in that space. Um, just experiencing that alone is worth your time coming out. <laughs> that reminds me of a, a class that we had with um, one of our old, older groups a number of years back. Uh, the class was huge at that time. And um, Mary, uh, who was really young, she was 13 or something like that about, about that time. Her brother, who was just a year or two older, he was a teenager, um, wasn't feeling so good. And we were in the house here after the class um, having kind of a, just a rest and fun, a casual hanging out time and he disappeared and then you know we were looking around the house we went outside the house we were calling him and i found him in in the closet in the bowl room <laughs> and he was curled up on the floor asleep in the middle of all the bowls <laughs> yeah I'll, i i leave I have a work on a few people I'll leave. I have a shelf too where I'll put them all back. But when I'm actively working, I'll leave the, the bulls out on my desk working on them. And um, I'll find Boo mostly, one of my cats, just like laying over them, laying next to them, curled up around it. It's just like they just, you know, sometimes it just feels good <laughs> to be near them. At one point, we had too many to fit in the closet space. And so um, I had a number of them on some of the, the bookshelves and another whole line of them on the floor. 
because we just had too many and they're all working. Well, um, the cat we had at the time, her name was Alice. Her bowl was on the floor in a lineup of, of maybe 10 bowls. And she always knew which was hers. And she would go and curl up around it. She knew which one was hers. Wherever it would end up. Because they get mixed up. You know, I'd have to work on one and pick it up and have it over on a desk or, you know. So they get shuffled around sometimes. She always could find <laughs> her bowl. That's awesome. That was trippy. Uh, I shared the regist- registration link for Laura's event in, okay. uh, in the chat as well, so you can go there. I will also send out an email how you can join the Q&A where we, Kay and I are going to zoom in um, via video uh, an hour after your thing started, Laura. So you can join that online. And I think that's it. The registration page for the class is up. Is link is is also in the chat. Um, if you have any more questions, please put them put them in the Q and A. And other than that, we are we are done for the day. Awesome. This was incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kay. It's mm, beautiful. So very welcome. Excellent. Thank you, Laura. Always, thank you. Really nice. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. It's always so exciting to be able to share all this. I'm so glad we put this together. Thank you, too. You guys do so much to make this happen. Thank you, everybody. Everybody that is currently watching, maybe watching later. Thank you all. All right. I think... I think that's it. Thank you. We see you on the next one. Love you. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.